Welcome to All Access Travel, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the lens of modern men. Join us as we explore the world, dine on mouth-watering cuisine, sip on fine liquors, and appreciate the art of smoking cigars. All while discussing the unique experience and perspectives of men in today's global environment. Get your passports ready because it's time to set out on thrilling adventures filled with stories, insights, and the pursuit of the extraordinary. Hello, everybody. And on this podcast, my topic is tank tops and flip flops. Now, I know you know what that means. But when it comes to traveling, and uh, recently we went to Brazil in March. And one of the guys that uh, was going with me was saying, well, you know, how much stuff you going to bring? What you going to, you know, have? You know, we going to do any shoes? I said, bro, I'm taking a book bag and a carry-on. A little wheel and suitcase, right? And I said, uh... Everything I'm taking for the week is going to be in there. And I said, more than likely, I'm probably going to overpack about 20, 30, about 20 to 30%, honestly. And he was like, seriously? Like, yeah. Like, take tops and flip-flops. Like, we're going to Brazil. End of the summer. It's hot. 90s during the day. Low 80s, high 70s at night. I was like, anything we do during the day whether we're walking around the penthouse or going to the store or going to the beach. More than likely, we're in tank tops and flip-flops. And he was like, oh, okay. Or you can wear T-shirts, shorts, and flip-flops. Or you can wear sneakers. But I never want to roll with people that wear sneakers on the beach. I can't do that. I can't do that. It's about class for me. Some people don't like getting sand on their feet, and that's fine. They don't go to the beach. Don't walk on the beach with sneakers. It just looks crazy. Anyway, so I'm explaining to him, when we go to Brazil, when I go to these other places and I'm a foreigner, and sometimes you're not in, even in tourist areas, people can get robbed and they know who's who. You know, when you're in Rio, you're in the city. So it's, you know, it's not small. It's not like Dominican Republic where it's small and kind of rural in some places. Uh, and even in the city parts, like Santiago at night can be very dark if you go off the strip. But in Rio, it's a little different. In Rio, it's very, very lit, very populated. And it has this dark city places, of course. Of course, they had it favelas. But just in the tourist areas, it's much lit and it's, uh, and it's kind of, and it's built up like a regular city. And so my point with with telling him all this is like listen when we go we don't wear our fancy our fancy watches and gold chains and we don't overdo it. We try not to announce to everybody that we're foreigners. So you know, when you go to a place that's multicultural like Brazil, whether you're white, black, or in the middle, or any ethnicity. They don't know if you're Brazilian unless you open up your mouth or to buy the clothes you wear. So if you don't announce yourself with your clothes and you don't say anything, they may not know who you are. 
they may not know who you are. Now, if it's a group of Americans, and normally Americans are bigger people, they'll know, like, okay, they gotta be Americans. Like, look at them, they, you know, we got some bigger people when it comes to Americans. We, we are bigger people to a lot of places in the world, at any rate. Uh, so, when you wear just tank tops and flip-flops and look down the script, they really don't know if you're Brazilian or not. They don't know if you're Colombian or not. They don't know anything until you open up your mouth. Of course, different places have different ethnicities and have less of some ethnicities. So you'll stick out. Example, if you're a black guy that goes to China, like you're going to stick out. You know, but a Japanese person doesn't stick out in Brazil. Because Brazil has the largest population of Japanese outside of Japan. So you have so many different cultures wrapped in Brazil that when you go to Brazil, you don't have to be, you don't, you don't have to be, you don't have to announce yourself as an American with your clothes. It can, yes, get you some popularity. It might get you some more looks far as like, maybe, you know, people want to come sell you stuff. Maybe... Some people are more attracted to you because they know you're an American. Maybe it's the 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 allure of you being American. Maybe maybe it's first and foremost the allure of the money and what they can sell you. And uh, and that's just the way it is. But you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans. So I'm tank tops and flip flops when I go to a warm climate, especially the ones with beaches. And when I'm out, I'm out during the day, tank tops and flip flops. Try to look now descript. Try not to be, try not to look too American, you know, try not to have, uh, everybody has, you know, high-end sneakers now, so that's not a big deal, you know, you see high-end sneakers everywhere, that's just the culture, but, you know, if you got a Rolex on, or if you just got a real fancy watch, or some Cartier glasses, or you just have to be real strategic of where you're going to go, so you're going to go from, I wouldn't advise you to go out partying, like this unless you're going to higher end places but if you're going to regular places to party with regular folk no matter what country you're in i wouldn't advise overdressing yourself and you definitely want to go cab or uber to the spot from the spot to your uber back to your spot you don't want to walk around too much you know you make yourself a target so and so you can go to the store and buy these things that you that you may need these extras. And so I, you know, and so I talk to these guys about that. You know, like you know, don't do too much, don't bring too much. You know, and I have my own essentials, and I'm sure that everybody has their own essentials. You know, when it comes to traveling, as I've gotten older, I know, you know, hey, do you guys use sleep apnea machines? Do you take any kind of medicine? Do you need insulin? You know what? are your medical situations you know we're just more mature a little above 40 and we all had different needs you know when we were in our 20s and traveling internationally or earlier in our early 30s you didn't care about anything didn't need any medicine i took some vitamins and that's it you know i might take some pills to uh you know some muscle relaxers to you know put me out on the plane you know, wake me up when we get there. If it's an overnight flight and it's an eight-hour flight, you know, look, I'm going to go to sleep. Or if it's a day flight and it's a long time, I definitely need to be put to sleep. But, you know, back then it's not now. You know, now people have to worry about you got your BP meds. You know, if you sleep with that sleep apnea machine, okay. It, you may not. Now with TSA, you can't bring 
these kind of solutions on the plane with you. So now we have to discuss, you know, where do we go when we get there to wherever we're going to have that. If we have connections there, we already call and make sure those things are already handled. So like going to Brazil, I've developed a relationship with a young lady that, that cooks and cleans for us. So I send her money down in advance and tell her what we want to eat the things that we all want. I talk to everybody about their dietary restrictions. Are you allergic to peanuts? You know, what kind of meat don't you eat? You know, I don't eat red meat or beef. So just because I don't, that doesn't dictate what the other people in the house may want to eat. If you're going with me, if you eat beef, fine. She'll cook me chicken. She'll cook you beef. She'll cook you pork if you want pork or whatever the case may be or fish, you know. And so this is part of the experience you know the things that you learn from traveling you know i've watched, i've been in brazil and seen people get robbed or heard about people getting robbed by kids at night you know uh heard a guy got rolled up on he's wearing his little diamond earrings guy rolled up on him on a bike put a knife out on him told him to give up his jury so it's just things like that that if you're from the inner city and and in the united states you more than likely should have your awareness up already but sometimes, you know, you want to go down some other places and stun out and be bigger than what you are here. And that can run you into some problems. You know, I've seen some brothers out, and this is years ago, with the big jerseys on, with the chains on, and I dap them up, talk to them, like, listen, bro, I see you in here doing it, got your chain blinging, that's nice. But uh, make sure you get directly in the cab when you leave here, bro. You don't want to take no walks. Someone see you, and they want that chain. And I advise you from now on to leave that chain in your room locked up and that's safe. It's just, you don't need that down here. You're already American. They already know who you are. You can't help it. You're dressing like an American, but you don't need to bring your jury out. That just makes you a target. I know someone who's got robbed. Trust me, bro, what I'm telling you. I know it make you feel good. Let it feel good when you wear it around the crib, you know, wear it around your apartment or whatever, your hotel room, and you partying with some girls or whatever, you know, at the pool you know, in a controlled environment, yes. But just out here at night in the streets of Brazil or the streets of Colombia or the streets of anywhere, nah, nah, not like that. You you don't want to make yourself a target. Now, if you keep it, you know, you keep it cool, people not going to mess with you, even if they know you're an American, but they're like, eh, you know, you're one of them guys. You know what I mean? He's one of them guys that travel. He know what it is. You know, yeah, the most they might get is a couple of dollars, but they're not going to really get you for no big jury or anything. You know, so you don't want to make yourself a target. And you want to adapt to the environment you go to. You know, read up. If, you're not, if you've never been here, you want to read up on the culture and read up on the the travel advisories and, and, and things of that nature. We have to be careful. If you don't have a trusted source on the ground, you're going to need to arm yourself with as much information as possible. And again, I never roll, uh, you know, high end as far as my appearance. When I go out, I'm still going to put some nice, if we go out and have some nice pants on, a nice shirt, I'm going to be dugged up. I'm going to be dug. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be real nice. But I don't need no bling bling. I don't need my Cartier's. Leave them, leave the Cartier's and the, and the diamond bracelet at home. You know, I'm going to have some stuff on that's nice and it's quality, but it don't have the name brand jumping off. You're not going to see the F of Fendi. You're not going to see the LV. You know, I might have LV on, 
But unless you know, you don't know because it's not going to have all the emblems and all the mark, the mark keys on it, you know. But that's just my experience uh, with traveling, the things that I've learned over the years, how to pack, you know, I, I, you know, and, and how to pack too, also eliminates costs, it eliminates uh, time and mistakes. See, I started really dumbing my packing job down because I got tired of, you know, TS, you know, not TSA, but people between when they take your bag until the time you get it back. Somebody that went through your bag and looked at something or took something out. I hate that. I really do hate that. I've had things stolen from me that way. So I've done my pack job down. Whereas though, I'm good. And anything that I wouldn't really be able to get on the plane with me, I can buy wherever I go. You know, so that's just how I roll now. Pack very lightly. I mean, I pack tightly. I pack tight. Get it all in. Get it all in my bag, and all in my book bag, and I'm out. And I'm out. I've been having a great success with it. I have not checked a bag. I have not checked a bag in on a plane since before the pandemic. Since the pandemic, I don't. I don't. I don't pack that much. And even. As I've said to you at the beginning of this podcast, I I normally about 20, 20 to thirty percent of the stuff that I've taken with me, I didn't even use. I always overpack, even with just those little bags. I still overpack. It's amazing, but I like going to hot places now. If I'm going somewhere colder, of course. Now, my dressing options have to be vastly different. If I'm going to Paris in the fall, if I'm going to Paris in the winter, I'm not, you know, you can't do tank tops and flip-flops, you know. But I still would dress in a certain kind of way. Then I'm going to look good. And unless I know where I'm going, I'm going to some high-end places or some, you know, less crime areas, I may wear the Cartier's and the diamond bracelet, especially if I'm going out to dinner, fancy restaurant. I'll get Dougie. You know, um, but I wouldn't do that uh, often. If I and I wouldn't do it in Chicago, to be honest with you. If I don't really know, you know, the lay of the land, you know, I wouldn't do that anywhere. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna represent a little good. You know, we're still gonna turn some heads. We still got jewelry and jewelry that we can throw on to you know, to make sure that we represent properly. Uh, it just don't have to bling bling, and it don't have to have emblems on it. But what do you think? Let me know. Let her hear your your uh, your feedback, your knowledge on traveling, how you pack, how do you do it. And I know there's some women sitting there saying, there is no way that I could get all the things that I want to take with me for seven days in a book bag and a carry-on. That's not going to work. And I respect that because you need a carry You need a book. You need a, a suitcase just for your shoes and your heels. I got you. I got it. But for my guys... What do you think? Can you do it? Can you pull up a book bag in a in a carry on? Save you money, save you time when you get off that plane. You walking straight on out to immigration. You don't have to stop, get a bag, have it scanned, all that kind of game. Don't I don't need all that. I'm just walking straight out. You know, I'm walking straight out with my bags. We good. See y'all later. But let me know what y'all think. Come on, hit me with the comments. Like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Till next time. You know what it is. Thank you for listening to our 
experiences, and insights. Please like, share, and subscribe to this channel. And if you would like to participate with us on a trip or to just gather information on guides and other resources that we use, please email me at sirinq.biz at gmail.com or private message AU Access on Instagram and Facebook. And always remember to keep your stress low and your passports high.